Hey guys, it's Jason Grubb, and I decided to start a podcast. Basically, I'm sharing the audio version of YouTube videos that I share about fitness, health, nutrition, competition, and just kind of whatever's on my mind. So I hope you enjoy, and I'm excited to just kind of share some of my world with you. home from Wadapalooza and um, had such a fun time there last week that I felt like I would share a bit about the experience of um, being in a big competition like that as a master's athlete. Um, I remember a few years ago as I was uh, watching the master's athletes compete in the CrossFit Games or, uh, or Wadapalooza, I just remember thinking like, I wonder how they eat, I wonder how they navigate recovery and, and and how, what, what are they thinking in the workouts? What mistakes did they make? Where do they feel good? All of those things. Um, and I always wanted to reach out to them and just say like, hey, um, so-and-so, tell me what it's like to, to compete in an event like this, in, in a situation like that. And um, so I thought I would do that myself. Uh, I found that as I walked around Wadapalooza, I would bump into people that knew me, which was really, really freaking cool. Um, and they would be like, Jason, hey, I, you know, I follow you here, or uh, you know, I, I, I uh, see you on Comp Train. I'm a Comp Train athlete as well, uh, which is a, a cool shirt that I got from Comp Train uh, this week. Um, and, and, and it just occurred to me, like, people follow and are paying attention. And I thought it might be fun to share a bit about my experience at Wadapalooza. So here we all go. All right, well, first of all, uh, getting to Wadapalooza from Colorado is kind of a bigger deal. So what's nice about Madison uh, for the CrossFit Games is I can drive there. You can be there in 11 hours or something. And it's, and it's really simple. And I love driving because then I can just kind of eat, kind of relax, sleep a little bit, get out and, and even do some burpees at truck stops, those kinds of things. Flying always throws me for a trip. So um, it wasn't, you know, trying to find the most affordable flights. Uh, uh, we left at... Four, th four in the morning from Denver to get to the airport and then get down to Miami. Um, so it's really four hour flight and you know an hour in the car to get to, to the airport, an hour Uber from Miami, I mean uh, Fort Lauderdale down to Miami, get settled into uh, the Airbnb and super tired. So the first thing that happened was, was food got <laughs> needed to happen. I needed to eat food. So uh, once we arrived in Miami, headed straight to Whole Foods, which was great. It was right there by, by Bayfront Park. Walking in, there are, it's Wednesday, and the day before the elites start and the day before I register, which was Thursday, and there's a million CrossFitters in there. It is packed. I literally walked to the door. There's Patrick Bellner. Just happens to be right there. Looks like a normal guy just hanging out. Uh, so I went in and there is just a, there's a gazillion CrossFitters, but ate some food. Um, you know, I, I, before got on the plane, I mean, I ate at home, I ate five eggs and, and uh, um, kind of a standard breakfast and drank some coffee, flew, didn't eat again till a lot later, so starving, so ate. Then went to the Airbnb, hit the sack, took a nap, uh, much needed. Um, of course, my whoop told me I was in the red for the day because the night before, I went to bed at 10.30, up at 3.30. So I did not get good sleep that day and, and really actually felt like crap on Wednesday. So um, fed, got, got myself fed, settled in, um, had some dinner that night, uh, just something really simple for dinner, uh, back to bed, had a, a decent night's sleep, 
about eight hours of sleep, uh, but my whoop told me I was still in the red. I was actually still recovering from getting such crappy sleep the night before. Um, I don't sleep well before I fly on a plane anyway. I'm always nervous my alarm's not gonna go off and stuff. Uh, so a couple of days in the red, I felt that. Thursday um, is a day that uh, friends were coming into town and, and we were all staying in an Airbnb closer to Bayfront Park. So swapped over, you know, went over to, to that hotel or uh, that Airbnb, which is in the same building as the Whole Foods. That was fantastic. Now, all that to say that when I'm competing, I want to be in close proximity to food, um, to Whole Foods, if possible, because it's just an easier place for me to shop um, uh, for the most part. It's a little more expensive, but it's a little bit easier. So what's gonna happen is um, in that Whole Foods, I'm gonna grab the essentials. I'm gonna grab sweet potatoes, eggs, uh, cottage cheese, chicken, ground beef, uh, rice, um, and cheese, uh, and some fruits and vegetables. Very, very simple, but what I wanna do when I'm competing is I need to make sure that I'm fueling through the entire process. Uh, the Whole Foods and the Airbnb that we stayed in was within walking distance to the venue, so I could actually go back to the Airbnb between events to eat a, an actual lunch um, with real food that I prepared. Um, so I'm trying throughout the competition to eat like regular, because the competition really isn't that much more or less than a standard training day or a regular day. It's just a little more intensity. So I wanna keep that all fairly normal. I wanna stay really hydrated, so lots of water. Um, and just my regular food. I'm not experimenting with something new. I'm not squeezing things in my mouth because I just want real, actual food. So in the morning, you know, before competition on Friday, I had a standard breakfast, which is sweet potatoes and eggs um, and, and coffee. Standard breakfast, uh, an apple at some point before the workout, workout and then head back to the Airbnb for lunch, which was some rice and some cheese and uh, chicken that I had uh, baked the night before. Uh, real simple stuff. So that's why I like to stay within proximity of a Whole Foods so I can eat regularly. When we're in Madison, there's like one Whole Foods there, uh, but it is worth the drive out there, grab a bunch of food and take that to wherever I'm staying. And I am gonna always try to stay in a place where I can make my own food. Uh, the hot bar, for example, at, at Whole Foods used to be like this amazing thing to me. I used to love eating at the hot bar, but really the food is, is generally really greasy uh, using canola oil, which I don't want to have in my system or in my life. Um, and often not food that I really want during a competition. So with an Airbnb that has a stove, an oven, a microwave, I'm just going to make my own food as much as possible during a competition like this. It's the most important thing to be fueled well for a competition, uh, along with good sleep. So uh, the Airbnb was great. It was on the 21st floor, so there wasn't any sounds. Uh, coming in and out, but that's a big deal. Need quality sleep. The only thing I didn't bring this time, oh, I don't, because I don't have one, but I will add to the list, is a sleep mask. Um, you know, in Miami, they have floor to ceiling windows in every apartment out there. So um, actually, the sun would come up, light would pour in, and I'd be up. So it, it was imperative that I got to bed early enough to get a nice solid eight hours of sleep before the sun hit me in the face. Um, I did put a t shirt over my eyes to sleep in until eight o'clock one morning. That was a good thing, but. Um, Moving on, so location is good. Uh, I've got food accessible and I'm gonna feed myself really well through the weekend, sticking to what I normally eat with maybe a few more carbs, kind of fast acting carbs, fruits, uh, before and after workouts, making sure I'm hydrating between workouts, those kinds of things. Now onto the workout. So workout one was uh, really interesting. It was uh, three rope climbs, 
15 dumbbell bench press and nine dumbbell thrusters for three rounds. And the dumbbells were 60 pounds. So for me, that's, um, that's a pretty heavy dumbbell, particularly for thrusters. It's a pretty heavy dumbbell for 15 dumbbell bench press. So I knew that I practiced this workout and here's the reality of my world. I, I wear contacts, I, I wear hard contacts. I, I have really bad vision actually. And so when I was practicing this workout, uh, there's a reason I'm telling you about my eyes. Um, I practiced where I blasted through the rope climbs, 15 bench press, nine thrusters, felt great. Round one, round two, three rope climbs, nine bench press. Oh no, this is tough. Rested six more. Okay. Oh, that was rough. I'm going to go for nine thrusters. Not going to happen. So I do five and four climb the rope, get to the top of my rope climb on my third set contact falls out right onto my eye. I'm like shit. So I'm actually at the top of the rope, grab the contact, put it on my tongue. Um, cause I can't hold it. So I put it on my tongue, slide down the rope, run to the bathroom, rinse off the contact, put it back in my eye, run back out, finish the workout with two more rope climbs, nine and six bench press and nine thrusters. So I was like, okay, that's my game plan. The reality is that that one minute it took me to go to the bathroom, put a contact in and run back out was enough time for my chest to recover. And it messed me all up. Um, for the actual event. When I got to the event, I felt good. This is a great workout for adrenaline. I uh, just want to be careful to make sure I, I take enough time to rest. So I did my three rope climbs. They were super fast. I'm the first one to the bench um, by probably a rope climb. I'm very quick on those things. Um, so I get through, I do nine, I decide I'm going to rest. So I rest for one second, do six more, get to my thrusters, do three, step forward, three, step forward, three, actually nine unbroken. I didn't set it down, get back to the rope, do my ropes, get back to the bench. Nine was quite a struggle, more of a struggle than I anticipated. Set it on my lap, did six more, and then uh, broke up my thrusters into a set of six and then a set of three. So I'm heading back to my rope climb. I do one rope climb and I think to myself, crap, I've made a mistake. My chest is exploding right now. The rope climbs are no problem, but I'm going to be done with these rope climbs and I'm not ready for bench yet. And um, if you've competed and you've been in that situation where you're like, oh no, I've made a huge mistake. Um, there's nothing you can do. You just know, you know, you know that you did and it's terrible. Get off the rope. I get to the bench. I look across, I see a guy that's getting to bench with me. Okay. So I've got someone that's keeping up with me here. So I do the bench. I'm going to do six, five, four. That'll get me to 15. No problem. I do six max reps and, uh, drop it to my lap. And uh, I know I can't do five more shit. I've got six. I've screwed up. Okay. So I do four. I think I do four. Set it down. I am dead. I'm dead. I can barely get the dumbbells up for my next set of two. I think dropped it down. I'm dying. I get it back up. Can barely hold it. Bench, push it out. Barely got one. And then I barely got one more. Fuck. I'm on the thrusters. Here we go. So I do one thruster, second thruster, third thruster coming down to my fourth. I squat down. i lose the dumbbells. I am redlined and not just redlined. I'm breathing fine. My shoulders are done. My chest is done. I screwed up. Um, did a couple more thrusters, tried to do one more failed. It just, it didn't fail at the top. It just failed as I came down. I couldn't hold the dumbbells. Anyway, I did a couple of singles, whatever I get done, smash the buzzer. I'm second in my heat. Um, in the first heat, um, because I was, I was invited to this competition. I didn't qualify. So as, as an invite, I was in heat one which was fine. Uh, and I actually felt terrible. Um, 
you know, I, I got second in the heat. I thought I should, I should do really well in this event, but I got second in my heat. The guy that did win the heat was huge. I'll give him that. And, and he deserved that win. He actually think he won the whole event. Uh, he did win the whole event because he beat me by about a minute in this event. Um, so I watched three more heats after me. And I see everyone. They blast on round one. Round two looks okay. And, uh, and I'm worried, actually, that everyone's going to beat me. And everyone dies on round three. Uh, so heat two, three, four. Turns out I got fourth place in the event, and that's okay. Uh, event one, fourth place, not too bad, but I don't like making mistakes like that. I hate actually making mistakes like that. So I was, I was pretty upset internally uh, until I saw everyone else struggling so much. I was like, okay, next event, let's move on. We'll see what two it is. was a rowing event. Um, I'm not a tall guy. Rowing is not a strength, but I have been working on rowing. So I was actually pretty excited about rowing. And uh, this event was, was peculiar. So, so all, all of us, there's uh, 37, 38 of us um, in, in our age group. So we're all on the floor together. And this Flagler Stadium is beautiful. It's a big stadium. There's people all around. It's super cool. There's 40 rowers out there. And really what happens is we're all rowing against each other. We can see each other up on a big screen. But there's a pace boat that's going to be coming after us, uh, a computer-generated pace boat. Uh, that will catch us. This is a 12-minute workout, and you need to get as many uh, meters as you can before the pace boat catches you. Now, it wasn't clear how the pace boat was going to increase, how quickly the pace boat was going to come. You just knew it was eventually going to come. And I guess every 30 seconds, this pace boat would go faster, then faster, then faster, then faster, then faster. But I didn't know the, what the parameters were on that. I just knew that I had to through word of mouth, I just knew that I had to row hard and fast for as long as I could. So in my mind, I'm like, well, what can I row for 10 minutes? Um, I know I can row 150 for like 2,000 meters, but I'm going to be rowing 3,000 at least in this time frame. So I don't know. Let's try 148, 150, see how it feels. So we get out there. We get going. I'm rowing like a 138. I feel great. I think I'm rowing like a 140 when I hit the 500, but I need to slow down. I need to calm down because I got to row for a long time. So in my head, I drop it down to 148 and it feels so slow, so smooth. And I'm middle of the pack. I can see myself up on the big screen, middle of the pack. I'm okay. Hold a 146-ish uh, until the six minute mark. At the six minute mark, I'm like, okay, this is halfway there on the time. I'm going to kick it up a notch. So I increase uh, to about 142. So this is a, a, a 142 pace uh, on a 500 meter split. So I'm holding the 142, feeling really good. Like I am PRing my 1,000 meter row. I PR'd my 2,000 meter row. I'm just going and going and going. And uh, I see the pace boat coming. It's up on the big screen. I see it coming. And it's consuming people. And, there's, and I'm, now I'm rowing like a maniac. I'm trying to go as hard as I can. The reality is, is it's, it's too late. I, the pace boat's going to catch me. And there's just uh, there's, there's a few guys in front of me. There's a bunch of guys. So I'm trying to get above as many as I can before the pace boat catches us. Pace boat catches me. I'm in 13th place. Not happy. Uh, not happy. So what, what I felt after day one, the lessons learned, I'm, I'm seventh place overall after day one. What I felt like was, Man, I, I came out too hot on workout one. When I know better, I should have come out slower. Um, should have known better. Feel like I should have known better. And then workout two, uh, I came out too paced. I was, I was pacing it too much, and that, and that actually got me. So, um, you know, in retrospect, uh, for me, knowing the events better and really thinking about the events more 
would have been better for me, uh, particularly the row, just understanding exactly what needed to happen. Um, I was talking with uh, one of the guys, and he had, he had heard the actual um, split times that the pace boat was going to hit every 30 seconds, and then he did the math to figure out how many calories, I mean, how many meters he needed to be at the 10, 11, 12 minute mark, and then he, he hit that, and he, he won the event. Um, I, I should have done some more research, so I knew exactly what I was going. I was going by feel on an event that I had absolutely no idea what that pace boat was gonna be like, and I was going by feel. So it's it it another mistake, and I don't like making mistakes. But uh, okay, that's day one, seventh place. Um, you know, let's see what day two brings. So day two was two workouts that we knew were coming. Um, the first workout on day two was uh, actually two scores, which is great. I love workouts that have two scores. And uh, these were workouts that I felt were, were gonna be kind of in my wheelhouse. Um, I had practiced th this combination of workouts and it was, it was fun to do in the gym at home. Um, so it was 36 clean and jerks at 135 pounds. Every minute on the minute, you had to do six chest to bar pull-ups, which is really nothing. Um, it's just breaking up these clean and jerks. It makes the workout kind of interesting and very grippy, obviously, but, but kind of interesting. So um, when I practiced this workout at home, I dropped every clean and jerk from the top, picked it up and went, but I noticed that the barbells uh, or the weights were bouncing all over the floor for the competitors. I saw some people in the heat before me and the bar is bouncing everywhere. So I don't wanna chase a barbell all over the place, so I am going to do some touch and go, clean and jerks. Um, so three, two, one, go, six chest bar. I go out there, I bust out, uh, shoot, I don't even know how many I did in a row. Uh, clean and jerks, maybe eight. I think my goal was to do eight and eight. Uh, so maybe I did like eight clean and jerks unbroken, dropped it, picked it up, did seven or eight more. Now it's time to go back to chest to bar. Did my chest to bar back out and I did singles. Um, again, did singles on round two, back, singles. Now I'm into the third minute. I only have maybe six clean and jerks to go. And um, uh, I may be missing, missing the math on that a little bit, but I am, Past the three minute mark, I've done, yeah, I've done sets of clean and jerks. I know that by the time I am into that third minute, I only have six clean and jerks to go. I do my chest to bar and I accidentally do five instead of six. And so I jump off my judge, hey, you have one more pull up. So I went back, did my last chest to bar, which actually didn't affect it, uh, anything, but uh, just a slight mistake. I don't know what I was thinking by doing five, I just forgot. And um, I did six clean and jerks uh, unbroken went and smashed the button and uh, did okay in that workout. Um, clean and jerk barbell cycling, uh, particularly with clean and jerk, is not a strength. So I'm, I'm going to work on that for sure so I can get that to be a little bit faster, a little more endurance in that. Uh, but okay, I felt like I did okay in that workout. And during this little break, we have, um, I had about four minutes break before the next workout. Man, my grip was on fire. It was exploding. Uh, so I'm just shaking out my wrist. I'm thinking, how am I gonna do this next workout? Which is 36 power snatches with 95 pounds, every minute on a minute, six toes to bar. So toes to bar are no big deal for me. If I can hang on, I can do them forever. And the snatches are no big deal as long as I can hang on. So I'm like, okay, here we go. Let's, let's see how this goes. Um, but my, my grip is dead. Three, two, one, go. Six toes to bar. I, I smash out 16, 17, uh, Snatches, felt great, hard, very hard, but great. Back to the toes to bar, boom, boom, boom. And I finished that thing in, in just maybe around two and a half minutes, second place in that workout. I didn't know how, how I did in the clean and jerk workout, but I knew I was second place in the snatch workout. And I turns out I was sixth place in the clean and jerk, 
second place in the snatch. Okay, we're, we're looking pretty good. Um, felt pretty good. I uh, finished that workout uh, feeling great, feeling really great. Like that's two scores. I can, I can do fine uh, from here. This is great. The next workout is uh, deadlift and burpees. I tested this one at home. Uh, when I tested it, the deadlifts are 315 pounds. It's 12 deadlifts, 12 bar facing burpees, then nine, nine, six, six, nine, nine, 12, 12. Tested it at home and uh, finished it in about six and a half minutes. Felt pretty good about it. It was really hard, but I finished it. And then I look uh, a week before the, the event at home after I tested it in a six minute time cap. It took me six and a half minutes. Well, crap, I'm gonna have to go faster. Okay, so I know that. Uh, so as we are, are getting ready for this workout, we hear that um, the, 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 the plates for the deadlift are going to be metal. So that's weird. Just different. Like, don't practice deadlifts with, uh, with metal plates. Um, and we cannot drop them from the top. So you have to set them down, which is also not something that I often do. So when I was warming up, I was practicing setting down um, the deadlift and then jumping into my burpees. So I was trying to dial that in my head. So get out on the floor and, and, and they're briefing us for the workout really quick before we go up on stage. And they're like, hey guys, so it's metal plates. You can't drop them from the top. Also, it's 295, not 315. Hmm. For me, that changes things. 295 feels different in my head. It feels good. And I think, I think I might go unbroken on as many of the deadlifts as possible. I, my plan was to break up each set one time. But at 295, let's just see how this, I think, I think I can do that. Um, I think I can go unbroken maybe on the 9 and the 12 on the back side of the workout. I may have to break those up, but I am go I'm going to go for it. So 3, 2, 1, go. It's raining out. We're covered, but man, the floor is wet on the first set of burpees. It's just wet. People's shoes are all wet. So anyway, 12 deadlifts, 12 burpees. Felt pretty good. Nine deadlifts, nine burpees. Also feeling good. We're rolling the bar forward between each set of, of burpees. Get to the sixth. Ooh, the sixth was hard <laughs> on the deadlifts. Six burpees. Okay, I'm pacing these burpees just a smidge because I feel like it's important to, to have something for the end of this workout. Nine deadlifts, nine burpees. Okay, here we go, 12. Oh, there's no way I'm doing 12. As I pick it up, I'm like, shit, I gotta get to seven. So I get to seven, set it down, take a breath. People are screaming. I hear Steve, uh, uh, Swish stack? Is that how I say his last name? He is screaming. I don't know it's him, but I see someone, Jason, you gotta go. I hear someone. All right. So I pick up the bar. I do my five deadlifts and then I crush the burpees. I fly. I haven't done 12 burpees that fast ever. Cause I, I felt it. I felt the crowd. I felt the energy. I went for it. Finished that 12th one. Smashed. I look over. Someone else had smashed at the damn near same time as me. And, um, and he did. I got second in the workout by four uh, tenths of a second. So um, yeah, it was, it was a, I got it done in uh, something like four and a half minutes, something like that. In practice, six and a half minutes. In reality, four and a half minutes. That's, that's adrenaline. That's being in front of a crowd and, and being in a competition. I love that stuff, I love it. Second place, that's fine. The guy I needed to beat was the guy that beat me. That's fine, he got me. He just, just, just got me, but it was a great workout. I felt, felt really good. Finished the day, second place overall. So I feel pretty good going into day three. And uh, now at that point, it was, it was time to get fuel, fueled up for the last day of competition. Uh, jumped 
into the ocean. That was the last, uh, second to last workout. It had an ocean swim in it. So if you know me, if you know my history, swimming is scary uh, for me. Um, open water swimming is very panic inducing. It's not logical. I, I swim, I'm a fine swimmer. In a pool, I'm great. In, uh, in open water swims, once I get comfortable, I can swim forever. But I ha there is a panic button that gets triggered in the water for me. And it happens every time. If I'm in a pool, open water, it doesn't matter. About right around the first minute, I, I have a little panic I've got to get through. And I normally just swim right through it. But uh, in this, I thought, you know, maybe I'm going to get through the warm. The workout's going to have a lot of adrenaline. I'm going to be going. When I get in the water, I should feel smooth. So what the workout was was 60 pistol squats, single leg squats, back and forth. Uh, 15 D-ball over the shoulders, 100-pound uh, D-ball over the shoulders. 300-meter uh, swim, get out of the water, and do 20 pistols, 5 D-balls, three times. So it's the same amount of pistols and D-balls before, before the water as after, but after they're sort of broken up. So uh, I'm ready. I'm pumped. I, I practiced swimming in the ocean on Wednesday when I got into town and uh, swam in some pretty choppy water. It's really scary, but, it, but I, I was like, okay, I know what salt water tastes like when I swim now. So I'm good. I'm ready to go for this swim. Also, we're old guys. Um, we've got to do pistols and then swim. So... How are we going to do this? I, we can't do, I can't do pistols without shoes on. I can't do pistols. I can do pistols better with lifters on. So I decided to wear lifters. Uh, no socks. I've got lifters to start the workout. 60 pistols. Three, two, one, go. Our lanes are this wide. My shoulders are this wide. The lane is this wide, I swear. So if I step this way, I'm running into this guy. If I lean this way, I'm, I'm running into another guy. And pistols are like a, I need a lot of room on pistols. It's super weird and disorienting, to be honest. So I do my first pistol, no rep. Um, do it again, no rep. Do it again, got my rep. But I'm bumping shoulders with these guys. I'm all off balance. So I take a step back to the back of my box, get into a rhythm of doing pistols. I got no repped 10 times on my right leg. Um, so I'm going to have to fix that. Lots of no reps, but got it done. 60. It was a hard 60. People are, are all going in front of me. They're on D-balls, and I'm still finishing my pistols. Um, that, that creates some frazzle in my head. Uh, I'm a little flustered, but it's okay. I'm just going to concentrate. I'm just going to get through my reps. I'm not going to punch my judge in the face for no repping me. He's doing his job. Get done with the pistols. D-balls, D-balls, D-balls. They're so easy. I'm just getting through the damn D-balls. Slip those shoes off. Pull my goggles down. Go down, the, walk around, down to the ramp into the water. I'm not going to dive headfirst in the water for two reasons. One. I don't practice that. So I don't want to do something I don't practice. Just, I'm not going to do that. Two, goggles have to stay on my eyes. Uh, I have, technically I have four contacts. I wear soft contacts with hard contacts on top. If I lose a contact, I can't see. That's it. I'm blind. I cannot see. I have to have goggles that stay on. So uh, I got to be careful getting in the water and, or, and that kind of thing. So I actually generally kind of get in the water. I end up falling in the water. Goggles are fine. I start swimming. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Full panic. Uh, not panic attack, but panic mode. There's a difference. So I just, I'm breaststroking. Okay, let's just calm this down. I actually feel it now in my chest. Calm this down. Um, try to swim again. It's not working. I'm not feeling it. Get back. Breaststroke. People are passing me. I'm not. This is not okay. I'm seeing my day shattered right now. I'm watching my day get shattered. 
go around the first buoy. So now there's three buoys out there to go around and then come back. So get past the first buoy, go around it to try to do it. So I start getting the swim, run into a guy who's hanging onto a, uh, a jet ski as another guy sandwiches me. Ah, okay, now I'm breathing. Okay, I'm breathing again, I'm breathing again. Finally, I start swimming and it's magic. I feel fine. I'm almost halfway through the swim and now I feel great. Get past the second buoy, past the third buoy. I jet back, I mean, I'm flying back and get out of the, uh, the, the get out of the ocean. Um, goggles off, wipe off my feet real quick, get those pistols on. Now my judge, I'm in my lane looking at my judge. He's not looking at me. He's talking to somebody. I'm like, dude, dude, I whistle at him. I'm screaming I'm like, dude, um, not paying attention. So finally another judge jumps on. She's like, just go. And he sees that he comes up and does it. And I know rep and I know rep because now I'm kind of dizzy. I'm kind of out of balance. <sighs> then I settled in 20 pistols. D-balls, boom, five, 20 pistols. D-balls, 20 pistols. I'm under a minute to go before the workout time cap. I am gonna finish this workout. I got 20 seconds to go, five D-balls, one, two, three, four, five, smash. Three, two, one, the event is over. Um, hard, hard event. Legs are dead. Um, they're still, it's Thursday now. My legs are still sore. Um, those pistols were something else, 120 pistols, more pistols than I've ever done in my life, probably, including every warm-up pistol uh, in the CrossFit Open this year. This is probably more pistols than I've ever done, maybe, uh, or, or something like that. Um, but man, I was sore. So pistols are gonna be something that I need to work on some more because um, I don't have them very well. For some people, pistols are just no big deal. For me, I can squat, I can squat really heavy. I'm not really, I can squat 400 pounds. Um, I weigh 190 pounds, but single leg squats crush me, crush me. So I got to work on them. We got some work to do there. Got 10th in the event. Um, could have been a lot worse. I could have not finished. I could have got stuck on the swim. I could have held on to a jet ski. I could have not got through the pistols for the love of God. I've never done that many pistols, but I got 10th. Okay. Boom. I'm in third place. Um, it's a battle. I love the competition. I love the battle. I hate not being in second place or first place, but you know, okay, I got one more workout. So, so the last workout go. was great. It was announced on Saturday night. So I knew what I was getting into on Sunday with this workout. It was a chipper and I love a chipper. This is my strength. Finally, a workout that has a strength. The only way that this workout could have been any better is if it was longer because longer workouts are, are, are strengths for me. And, um, so we've got the chipper, 50 wall balls, 40 calories on the skier, 30 dumbbell snatches, uh, 20 box jump overs, all standard weights, except for the box jump overs were at 30 inches. Those are pretty tall and it's a, a, a big square box. So it's a, it's a long 30 inches over as well. And then 15 bar muscle ups. Okay. I love a workout like that. I love it. I love it. Um, and I know, I know that this workout is not one on wall balls. You can't do them any faster. You just can't break them up. I'm not going to beat anyone on the ski erg. Um, and if someone beats me by five seconds on the ski erg because they go ballistic, I'm, I'm going to catch them on dumbbell snatches. Um, so dumbbell snatches, they can't go any faster than on those. Just can't set it down. Just have to go. Box jump overs, uh, it's not a speedy thing. I can win on bar muscle ups. So if you can't do 15 in a row, 
I got you. I'll beat you. That's what I'm thinking. I have to do 15 at the end of this thing. I don't think I've ever done 15 bar muscle-ups in a row, ever. But I know that's what I have to do. I want to win this event. And I need to beat uh, Brian, who the guy was like, I needed to beat him in this event and probably have a couple of guys be between us for me to get second place. Uh, I think he was 12 or 14, 15 points ahead of me. I needed to win. So three, two, one, go. Pick up the wall balls and we get going. Wall balls to a target as opposed to wall balls to a wall are more of a challenge for me. I practice it all the time and I still can't hit the damn target. If you have any tips for me on how to hit a target that's just free floating up there with a 20 pound wall ball every time consistently without getting all weird, let me know because uh, I did go 50 unbroken. Everyone went, I'm sure everyone went unbroken, but I did drop one one just because it, it bounced wrong and I dropped it, picked it up and just went right into it. Um, but 50 done, skiered, here we go, skiered. Um, I'm glancing to the side when I'm at like, we got to get 40 calories on the skier. At 35, I look to the side, that judge's hands up, that judge's hands up, my judge's hands up. Okay, we're about tied. Get to the dumbbells. Um, those two guys got there, one before me, so I'm one rep behind, but I'm pretty fast, but we're all going about the same time. Uh, get to the box jump overs. I'm going to go fast and hard. I'm going to sell my soul on these things. And I gain probably one rep, so there's three of us headed the top three of us actually all headed back to the pull-up bar for muscle-ups at the same time. Tony jumps up first on the bar and I'm like, I gotta go. I'm chalking up. So I get chalk, I get on the bar and I tell myself, I'm not coming off till 15. That's it, it's three sets of five in my head. And uh, so I get, up there, I get through my five, feels good. Six, seven, eight, nine, it's getting hard. 10, Tony drops, next guy drops, I go 11. 12, they haven't jumped up yet. 13, now they jump up. 14, they both drop off after one or two. And I can barely hang on, barely. If, if, if I kipped hard enough, I was either gonna fly off the bar or I was gonna get this muscle up. I hung on as hard as I could, kipped up there, could barely lock out those arms, dropped, ran across and smashed the timer button, taking the event in first place. Um, I did not run down to smash my button with my hand in the air. I wanted my fist in the air. I guarantee I wanted my fist in the air. But I've also seen people that put their fist in the air, but they're actually not first place. And I didn't want that to, I didn't know if maybe someone way down the line had beaten me, but um, I got down there, smashed it, look up and down, and there's no one, no one in pursuit. So I'm tired. I am just looking around, I'm tired. I'm not really paying attention to how people finish. I just am hanging out there, lots of hugs. I think we took a group picture, um, and I did it. It turns out that uh, I, I had beaten the second place guy by just enough people that uh, bumped me up in the second place. So yeah, of course I wanted to win Wadapalooza. Of course, who doesn't want to win? In fact, at Wadapalooza, that's the only way that, I mean, you get a prize, you actually get prize money. There's no prize money for second place at Wadapalooza for the masters, which is not cool, by the way. Just gonna throw that out there. There's huge prize pools. Um, there's 2,700 athletes paying $300 plus each to be in this thing. 50,000 spectators, a lot of money. Like, $500 for second place? Maybe your money back for third place? I, I don't know, it's just, uh, it's just some feedback. Um, as a master's athlete, I think that, I think there should be something there, I think. But it's okay, second place was great. Um, winning the last event set me out on a high. I felt great, had a great time watching the rest of the events throughout the night, getting up on the, uh, on the uh, podium was fantastic, and, um, and now what? Um, event is over, it's fun, the fun is done, and, uh, and I'm wrecked, I am really wrecked. 
Uh, I didn't think that the competition would, but it did. Uh, my body was really tired. So Monday, <laughs> man, I could barely walk. My, my quads, my legs were so sore from pistol squats. My butt uh, and hamstrings were so sore from the deadlifts. Even my left foot felt crunched from pistol squats. Uh, everything is starting to feel better now. I'm taking Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off. Actually on Wednesday, uh, Tuesday, uh, did stop by a gym in Miami and just did a little bit of biking, a little jogging, uh, a little bit of a uh, skier just to get some blood flowing. Yesterday took the day off. Today I'll do a really light recovery workout. And uh, tomorrow, Saturday, about 50% training capacity. Still do the workouts, but just not killing myself. Next week is a full training week. The following week, so two weeks from today, is uh, the online qualifier for the CrossFit Games. So I want to be feeling great for that, have all the energy, have all the recovery, and uh, fingers crossed, finish that qualifier in the top 10 to go back to the Games. It'll be hard, really, really hard. I have my expectations set. At a four, as a 44-year-old, in the 40 to 44-year-old category, it's going to be hard. Uh, to qualify for the games this year. As hard as it's, as it's ever been, I'm going to give it everything I got. Uh, and if I don't make it, I'll be there next year in 45 to 49-year-old age category. Anyway, if you've listened this far, um, thank you for listening. I felt like it would be fun to share those events, share my strategy, share my thoughts on the events, because I know that as, as I was coming up as a, as a competitor, I wanted to know what the, what the guys were thinking that were out there. So it was a great weekend, lots of learning. I learned some weaknesses. Got to know some fans, got to know my strengths, um, got to know some friends that are, that are high-level competitors, and um, ate a lot, of, a lot of Whole Foods food. Um, so uh, if you would like to reach out to me, uh, feel free to reach out. Find me on Instagram, jasongrub underscore fitness. Uh, you can email me or find my website, jasongrub.com. I'm always happy to chat. I'm always happy to get to know uh, my fellow competitors out there, fellow people training, 40-year-olds that are looking to make big changes in their lives, that's what I love to do. That's, that's what I do. It's actually how I, I have an income is I help, help people change their lives um, around my age. So anyway, have a great day and thanks for listening.